Thank you for tuning in to the St. Thomas Episcopal Church Advent Calendar Podcast. We hope this episode will be a blessing to you as you are to us for tuning in today. Enjoy. I'm here with my friend Katie Robinson, who works with me at St. Thomas Episcopal Church. Katie is our children's minister, and she works uh, primarily with um, the nursery and with the atrium, also called the Catechesis of the Good Shepherd. Katie, how did you become acquainted with catechesis and atrium, and how did you get trained to lead that? Okay, it's sort of a, um, an interesting story to me because it, this is not somewhere I ever would have thought that I would have ended up, um, and it has been a real blessing to me, but I don't, um, I think when I was thinking about this podcast, I was thinking about my sort of relationship with the church and with God and with theology and um I know, you know, working with children, I know I was thinking about myself as a child and I was always so drawn to theology, but also very mystified and kind of almost intimidated by the church and by what I would say, air quotes, religious people. Um, I always almost felt like they knew something I didn't or like there was something I wasn't understanding. And, you know, being in the deep South, being raised in the deep South, you're sort of surrounded by a lot of, um, a lot of religion. And I, I've, I will have always remembered this moment in my life. I would think I was about six or seven. And, you know, the kids I teach are usually three, about three to nine and a little bit older. And then of course the nursery, but um, I remember being six or seven and asking my grandmother who I love very much, but who was very religious in my mind, she was constantly at church. And I asked her a question about God or Jesus. And I just remember her scolding me and saying, don't ever ask that again. That shows a lack of faith. And I, I just remember she didn't, I know she did not intentionally make me feel that way. And it was just, I don't know if she was uncomfortable with the question, but I just remember that feeling like I would, there was something wrong with me because I didn't just automatically get it. And I had questions and I was curious about, um, you know, what this meant or who made God. I had all these big questions that I thought were unique to me. And, um, so then fast forward, I, you know, my family grew up in that we went to the Episcopal Church and I was always drawn to, I always wanted to be there, but I still had that feeling like I didn't fit. I was I always acolyted and went to EYC and my, you know, my parents didn't make me. I just went because I, I always felt like I was longing to understand and be like the other people, but I didn't feel like I quite got it the same way that others seemed to. And then um, the, the moment for me, there was a, we had a, kind of a family tragedy or a family tragedy where we lost a young child, not me personally, but in my family. And I was just grappling with so many, I was a young mother, um, you know, with babies and a baby and a toddler. And I remember going to speak to a priest for the first time and feeling so uncomfortable and just like this is somebody that knows so much more than me. I'm going to say something and they're going to tell me that I'm going straight to hell, that I'm a terrible person. How could I have these thoughts I'm having? And um, her name was Deborah Meister. I don't know if anyone remembers her, but she was at um, St. Luke's Episcopal years ago. And it was the most lovely experience. And I bet she doesn't remember it, but she just kind of said to me, this is all so normal. Like you're so, this is all, you're exactly where you should be. And there's nothing wrong with you for having questions. And um, it just, that moment really led me in to get more involved, to feel more comfortable getting a little involved with the church. Um, she said something to me when we were talking about different religions and I was asking her some 
you know, what I would think are very difficult theological questions about different religions. And she said that, um, you know, it all comes from God and, you know, God has you here and he, he gives you these questions to ask. And it was just a beautiful moment for me and sort of soothing. And from there, I started kind of getting a little more involved and I went to, I just happened to go to something where they were talking about, it had to do with children and God is all I knew. And I was a mom and wanted to help my kids kind of not have the same experience I had as a child where I felt so excluded from the church, even while I was in the church building, I guess. And they, um, they were talking about the catechesis and I, they, I found it just amazing that there was this formation program for children that encouraged them to ask questions and encouraged them to encourage adults to sit alongside and not just teach the children and instruct the children, but ask the adults to sit and listen with the children. And it just kind of blew me away as a mother more than anything, because that's what I was at the time. Um, probably, I guess my kids were probably like one and four. And, um, so I remember showing up to this training and there was like this year long training that I, I felt like it was such a gift and the church was going to pay for it. And I couldn't believe how lucky I was. And I showed up and I was like the only one from our church there <laughs> that was not on staff. And um, so it almost shocked me that more people weren't like banging down the doors to get in. And, I, and I, so for some reason, it just really spoke to me, the whole um, presentation that I went to. And then lo and behold, the, the children's director at the time at my other church you know, her husband got a new job and moved away and I was kind of left holding the bag. And I, you know, so I had this huge responsibility all of a sudden and got trained. Um, but every step of the way, I felt very selfish. Like this is, this is helping me. I'm doing, this is for me. Katie, um, tell us what is the atrium? In a okay. What it is, is it's a, it's an environment where it's, it's less about the adult teaching the child and more about the child and the adult being in this holy space and having, you know, religious conversations and a religious experience together. So rather than an adult standing up, teaching the children what they should hear from the Bible, we will read the Bible together and ask questions. And um, you approach the questions. What I love about it is that, you know, every child, you, you read a parable with or a you know scripture with has a different response and there are different um, different um, reactions and so each time I'm in there with a child I have a different experience and I gain something new from that moment that I have with a child I've had um, for instance one of my favorite moments years ago I remember being with maybe a seven-year-old and we a lot of it is child-led. So the child, you, you might present them with what we call a work instead of a lesson, but it's basically a lesson. And there's usually a material that goes along with it. So you will, I, I, probably most people have seen it, but you will have like the nativity while you, the set, while you are reading the story. So the child has something to manipulate with their hands while they're listening, which is wonderful because children are so sensorial. And it also, it's, it's Montessori based. I don't know how many people are familiar with that, but it's very um, child development, very conscious of child development and the needs of the children developmentally along with their spiritual needs. And that's, I love too. It's based in both science and um, theology. So Katie, you know, there's hardship in any work. I mean, there's hardship even in like the most wonderful place, even if you're coming to St. Thomas, there are days where you're like kind of 
forcing yourself to roll out of bed and go to work. Uh, mm-hmm. But there are also those moments that fill you with great joy and that make you mm-hmm. like leap out of bed and want to go, you know, what is it working with the kids, maybe particularly at St. Thomas and doing atrium that give you that sense of wonder or that sense of God's presence or that sense of holiness that make you Mm -hmm. continue to love it, you know, after all these, after all these years. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about just this past Sunday, I was with, I just so happened to be with the Ringer children, but it, um, having had this break from atrium because of the, you know, pandemic and getting back, I've seen it with every child that comes in has this eagerness to like get straight down to working with all these different things they remember. And they start asking, um, questions. And I believe all of our children at St. Thomas are brilliant. I really do. They're an exceptionally smart group of kids. Um, That's, but a they, That's a fact. Yeah, it is all a fact. Yeah. They are all brilliant. But um, what I think is so amazing is they ask the same huge questions that a 30-year-old, 40-year-old, 75-year-old will ask about who made God? Why is this? Why? And, and you, you, ha- you sit there and you have to dig so deep yourself. Um, and in the end, you will come to some great conclusion with a child that, you know, again, we, we may never know these answers, but we will always sit and wonder about them. So when I sit there and meet child after child who has this innate desire to understand God and have a deeper relationship, and I truly believe that's what that's where my faith comes from is that when I sit with children and they have such a um, longing to know more about God, it's not, um, it's not something that we need to force on them. They really, really want to know God. And I find it over and over again. um, Like just this past Sunday, talking to Naomi, uh, you know, she just wanted so much to understand and, and figure out all the hows and the whys and, I think that's something um, I had a child one time say to me when we were doing the mustard seed and the grain of wheat, all these different parables were kind of just people were talking about them in the room. And this little boy said to me, it's really all about seeds. And I just thought that was so I hadn't thought of it like that. But I sort of remember like the whole class, we were sort of looking out the window at the trees and at everything. And I was like, you're right. There's so much about seeds. And when I was talking to Naomi this past Sunday, and listening to all of her just kind of almost she couldn't catch her breath. She was talking so much and asking so many questions about God. And I was thinking about that little seed in each of us that has this just really intense desire to know God. And that's sort of, I always think that God planted that within each of us. And that's so beautiful to me to sit with. And of course the Bible says, become like a child. So I, I really feel a little guilty that, that I feel like it's selfishly, I get more out of it than anybody. Cause I get to sit there and be with these children and watch them have these really intimate moments with their creator. And it's, it's beautiful for me, really. Um, we, are, we are blessed to have you as our children's minister. And we're blessed that you bring that wisdom of the atrium and you're able to lead the atrium. And I think what folks need to, to know, or maybe if they, they're not aware fully, that the atrium, you know, we begin at three years old and we begin forming our children in this very grace-filled thoughtful, prayerful, educational, but also fun kind of way Mm -hmm. of of Christian education. And I, 
you know, it's funny you say they're asking the same questions as a 30, 40 year old, 75 year old. And some ways those questions linger with us, but in some way also those lessons that were taught as children also linger with us. You have a visceral memory as a child of your grandmother saying, Shh, no, don't ask those questions. That's inappropriate. Mm -hmm. But what we teach our children here at St. Thomas is it is appropriate. Ask questions. Mm -hmm. Look for Anders. You know, knock and the door mm -hmm. shall be open. Seek and ye shall find. Right. And, um, and it's a very open, welcoming, and uh, loving atmosphere that you create, as well as bringing a lot of artistic uh, vision and value and enjoy for the program. So thank you for this conversation. I really appreciate I it. I feel it. like I've learned something today and I feel like uh, I experienced a little bit of that holiness that comes well, from your work. Well, I could, I, I, I feel I could go on and on. I, re, I could go on and on about atrium and stories and I need, I, anyway, I just love telling them because I do feel like I get to see these sweet moments that, that parents aren't even, and, and I will say adults that come in and teach and go through it usually have the same facial expressions that the children do. And I love it. I just think it's meant for everyone. So I feel very thank blessed you. to be a part of it. Well, thank you for, for your ministry with us. And thank you for this conversation. And Katie Robinson, may God bless you, keep you, preserve you now and always. Thank you. I'm in. Thank you for tuning in to the St. Thomas Episcopal Church Advent Calendar Podcast. This is the Reverend Josiah Ringers inviting you to join us every Sunday at St. Thomas at 8.15, 10.30, or 5 p.m. or online. Check us out at stthomasepiscopal.net. Thanks again, and may God bless you.